or giving you know but somehow one is not able to master some people are like that whereas others want to look more accommodative more compassionate more giving more considerate without being more giving more compassionate you know so either way there is a gap between what one knows to be the ideal which is somewhere there and then how one's you know what is that called uh, achara or the day to day is uh, unfolds so the the in the saptamatrikas are famous for uh, for us to grow into learning accommodation and forgiveness because this is this is a failing that is not a you know unless of course one is some kind of a uh, corporate greed a person who is pretending to be a lot of for uh, example compassionate towards their employees but not really so they are just making the words up and not doing that unless that's the situation usually the situation is what that one is not able to because of previous some blocks one is not able to behave in the ways that one would like to so the you know so then what happens is that we are left to deal with our own failings you know whatever the problems are we you know we don't know how to be the best we can be and then you know that itself becomes a block because not, uh, already the human being has several complexes you know because that's why we say the human being is a complex being complex being is lot complexes and then on top of that one more complex what is that oh i have lot of complexes <laughs> then that becomes one more complex then because of how to overcome which complex to overcome now this becomes a very complex issue correct and so the saptamatrikas they take the edge of the spiritual growth really they are really for spiritual growth the seven mothers and you know so brahmi you know and uh, all these things brahmi varadi uh, vaishnavi all these things these are all shaktis of of the lord with various uh, you know they are all we, we really don't discuss them separately what does brahmi i mean you can but really people don't what does brahmi stand for what is maheshwari etc because this is they, they are a group they are always worshiped together they are always invoked together and you know the seven is a very nice number because in the vedas the seven has a uh, what is that abiding influence it's a very holy number we naturally think of three and five for holy numbers you know three why trimurti and then uh, what is uh, trikala trikala and what is what is for three trikuna trikuna ha sarira trayam avastha trayam so three has an abiding influence and then five is another one what is five panchakrana you know panchakosha what is panchabhutas like this five has a uh, you know abiding presence and seven again because prime numbers these are all very important things because 
also there is something functionally about them because you know one mother one can be angry with one can have what is called mommy issues right everybody knows that you know because why mother gave did not give me a toffee when i wanted it when at age 3 and how old is this person now 93 so mother is in swargaloka from the last 53 years <laughs> But this fellow is not able to forgive that. Some, you know, this is called a mommy issue. That is, everybody has it. mommy issues and daddy issues. You know, the mommy issue you can have with one mommy, right? But if there are seven of them, the hope and the desire is that the others are going to be loving, even if you have a problem with one. That's why you don't separate them. They are together, like they are like a, like a functional thousand mothers. now they do so they help one grow in compassion in accommodation and the forgiveness of one's self and forgiveness of others frequently the two are very much connected we are unable to forgive others because we are unable to forgive oneself one is unable to forgive oneself that's why one is hard on others and therefore what happens we omissions and commissions are uh, what is that deeply felt because one is painfully aware of the areas where one has you know has a lot of fallibility and so therefore one is not able to forgive others this is all happening at a very unconscious level and that's why the matrikas are helpful because they operate on this unconscious level ah that what is it called that uh, uh, subconscious and unconscious because so many of our behaviors come from that one doesn't know and one is not consciously wanting to do this but some triggers from the past come and the subconscious are that's why they are seen as the ones that have helped the formation of the various continents and before the continents were there what was there Water. And what does the water stand for? The unconscious mind, because it's under the surface. So the subconscious bring things to the surface, like they brought the land bodies to the surface, and then what do they do? They help one to resolve the issue, because when the things are brought out, then then only they can be resolved. Otherwise, without bringing them up, how can you resolve them? You can't resolve them. So. Ugar, that's why they are called Krishna Ganaha. Ganaha means group. So they are a group of uh, not ordinary but exalted, you know, entities. And so Namaha unto them, Namaha unto Rudra, who is alone manifest as these mothers. And then what? Trimhatu, Namaha, Trigumhatu. That that Dum is a is a Vedic sound. Which comes of the you know before uh, akara and certain other things, dum and vish, these are the sounds uh, in the chanting. It comes. So when you chant, you say trigum hati bhyascha. But here when you pronounce it, you say trim hati. It's a Vedic word. You will not find it in dictionary. Even trim you will not find. But basically, it comes from to 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 trouble. And uh, to cause himsa, 
to the ones those feminine forces that cause himsa unto them namaha it is of the whole namaha to those forces that cause pain and sorrow in the form of one's own karma phala but here they are coded as feminine and they are coded as feminine because they they are associated with the shakti of the lord bhagavan's shakti and we spoke at length about them yesterday kali etc and uh, you know what is manishasura mardini kali durga sitting on a tiger so this mother who sits on a tiger is not to be messed with because <laughs> you know ah tiger means all the base emotions anger fear etc which she has mastered that's why she alone can sit on the tiger as a sitting on the tiger also is an avatar so that when we see the tiger itself the enemy runs away because people are used to cavalry infantry nobody is used to tiger you know Oh, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> Tigerly, you know. <laughs> you can't, uh, you know. Uh, it's it's like that. Uh, it's like that. Uh, whatever, you know. What happens, you know. Just because one don't think I'm a woman and I can ride a tiger. Yeah. We all know what happened to the lady from Niger, correct? The lady from Niger smiled as she rode the tiger. They returned from the ride. With the lady inside and a smile on the face of the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> so, who was smiling at the end? The tiger. Ah, this is not a story of Durga Ma. Okay, they don't return from the ride with Durga inside. Never can happen. Yeah, he is left on the tiger, and so this shows that there is something there because not every lady can ride a tiger. So that shows that there is some, you know, there is a self mastery over all these bestial emotions, and that even in 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 front of her, in front of her force, even you know, intractable and unpredictable animals like tiger, cougar, etc., all of them. There was a cougar in the news. One fellow has survived cougar attack, and his last memory before he was unconscious was. His whole head was in the mouth of the cougar. Yeah, all of it. Somehow, Bhagwan's grace, Durga's grace, it it said ah, and he slipped off. <laughs> it opened wide, and he was able to slip off. His friend was not that lucky. So, anyhow, so this is you know, this is all what is called Trimhati Bhya because they they trouble in various ways. Who do they trouble? They trouble people who are not following dharma. Ah, this is what we have to understand. So, if one is following dharma and leading a dharmic life, no reason to be fearful of of this, these kinds of forces. Why? Because you know they 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 are there only to run after the people who are not following dharma. Because if you are following dharma, then the karma phalas that come. Which naturally come under the benign, uh, you know, influences, the benign aspect of Durga, Parvati, Lakshmi, uh, Saptamatrika, etc. But if one is not following Dharma, then automatically it goes into Durga Kali department <laughs> because somehow that, that what is it called? That chastising 
not so much a punishment as much as karma bhala and an opportunity to grow so this is what it is anyway it gives those uh, feminine forces in the universe that give uncomfortable situations as a result of which one is forced to grow there are two kinds of self growth that happen one is you know a self growth that is unleashed as a result of you know jignasa the desire to know oneself and as a result of a genuine spiritual inquiry who am i why am i here etc and the study of vedanta unleashes this self growth in a very big measure and then there is another kind of self growth and uh, where the person is led you know kicking and screaming like a small child out of a toy store yeah ah. so in the toy store the child is completely occupied oh i want this i want that oh look this one has lights that one is moving this one is going like this i want everything and then the toy stores are very clever because they keep everything within the reach of the child so the child can grab think of a 3 year old in a toy store and then there is also an area where you can play with the you know all these planes and cars and helicopters all remote controlled and everything and then so you know and purposely there is an area where you can play and then what and then the <laughs> yeah the parents come and then they say yeah, you know you can have only one thing <laughs> no <laughs> i want at least 15 things <laughs> no you cannot have 15 things you can have only one thing ekameva adhitiyam you know <laughs> <laughs> the father and the mother become sudden uh, advaitins yeah they will buy lots of things for themselves but for the child they say only one thing ha ah. then what then the child throws one tantrum yeah and where does it throw the tantrum right then and there it doesn't wait to go home it doesn't say i think i have a you know terrible uh, disagreement i think you are scarring me for life and i am sure you want to uh, have a trust fund dedicated to therapy for the rest of my life it doesn't think like that it just says i refuse it does a what is called satyagraha you know toyagraha the toy is is the object of its graha and for it that is only sat yeah. the sat is not satchidananda that is this toy here that one is threatening to separate it from the object of its love and then what does it do it kicks screams yells you know does stages one royal protest on the floor of the toy shop Parents are told what to do, you know, because they also have had a long day, and then they look at each other and make a silent promise never to bring the child here again. Yeah. <laughs> That's why that big toy store is closing all over the country, <laughs> permanently removing this temptation. But this is not it; is not easy, you know. Even though they say they have a Very silly saying. It's like taking candy out of the hand of the baby. This, the one who said this, is not a parent. Yeah, that is quite apparent. That <laughs> because if you are a parent and if you try to snatch toffee or candy from the 
hand of the baby, they know what it is like. Monkey grip. They are not going to let go. Yeah. And then, you know, and they say, oh, they forget easily. They don't forget. Yeah, even young. Children even remembering previous janmas. Not all you, if, if, especially if you were the parent in the last child transfer. <laughs> they remember what all the might have done. <laughs> ah. So, so this is the, you know, so this is the imagery I want you to carry as this is the drishtanta as we proceed into what is called Dharshtanta, that which is exemplified. So what is exemplified now? So instead of the toy store, the toy store stands for the Jagat with all its fascinating things, things that zoom, things that fly, you know, all kinds of hobbies, uh, what is that called, you know, bungee, cord, jumping, why I don't know, but people do that, you know. And then there is one, uh, what is that called? Zipline. Ah, yeah. It is just our wooden khatola. You know, you go to Haridwar. Forget this, all this. Why do you want to do this zipline? Go to, you know, go to Haridwar. Visit uh, Mansa De Devi temple. And there is another Devi temple on the other side. Huh? And both of them you can go on this nice thing. Very safe, nice. You can sit and go. And then you know, we will go on on that So no no no, I don't want to go in a in a little car. I want to go in a in a hook. Yeah, this is what this is called the hook of samsara. This is what it is. And then you know, then there are so many activities, and then there are so many ways we spend the time. So many distractions. Can't sit with oneself even for five minutes with shanti. Yes. And you know, and uh, what happens is that there is a lot of ashanti, restlessness, fear. Can't even sit for five minutes. You know why? Because this, you know, this uh, feeling of being, you know, afraid, uh, amounting to nothing, some fear of decimation, fear of, uh, you know, some insecurity. All these things are there latent, and if they are not, if one is not using, one doesn't have Vedanta to address them, or even if one has Vedanta and is not addressing them, one is not able to sit even for five minutes. Nahikashchit Shamamati, Jatu Tishthati, Dharmakrit, you know, Bhagavan describes this very nicely, where Bhagavakrit, Bhagavakrit. You know, not even for a second is the you know, is the person able to sit quietly without doing anything. You know. So either the person, you know, the person is, is, is restlessly involved in activities. You know, and then Sarvaihi by everyone, this is the this is Prakriti. Prakriti means what? This is, seems to be the way of life until it is interrupted. So therefore, even the adult is like a child in the toy store with various distractions and certainly self-growth is on the last, if at all it appears, it is last on the list of possibilities or possible things to do in terms of priorities. If the list is ordered from the most favorite to the least favorite, starting with ice cream and all those other things, whatever, you know, nice things are there. 
and at the very end, even if it features, it is okay. Health growth, fine. Ah. One figure at the end for Seva meeting, and Pichu Swamiji was there, and he was one of the last in for Seva meetings of India. Then, when Seva was when he was in the body, and Swamiji said, uh, you know, if you if you aim for seva, which is a, you know, which is actually a way of personal transformation. If that is, you know, not the first, second, or the third, you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Not the first, second, third, you were also there? Yeah. yeah. So, not the first, second, or third on your list. I don't want you to be working for aim for seva. He said it very, very clearly. I don't want you. You may want to aim for seva, but I don't want you. You know, first, second, third, okay, you have family, you have your job, and you know, you have certain priorities, but you are not third on the list. Beyond that, I don't even want you. So, it's like this. So, this, the commitment to self-growth cannot, you know, not feature in a person's mind. Because the person, if they are truly, you know, it's not just enough to have human upadhi. If you are truly a human being, you know, then this is a this is a body, a, a body just dedicated to self-growth. And so if self-growth is not part of the agenda, then what happens? Then one is permanent child in the toy store. And who are the parents? Bhagavati. <laughs> yeah. Primhati we are calling. And what does she do? She carries you out forcibly. So there are two kinds of self-growth. One is self-initiated and the other one is Bhagavati-initiated. And still the person doesn't have, you know, that much, uh, uh, what is that, Viveka, that okay, something is happening, let me just wait. The rug is being pulled under my feet, let me just wait and see what is this about. Let me introspect. This is when that introspection should be, you know, unleashed. But instead, what does the person do? Ayo, I'm being targeted. Ayo, oh, so sad. He's so bad. I'm so mad. This is not the time to say that. This is the time to, it is to wake up, you know, and smell what? Coconut water. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> So that is the thing, you know. And so wake up and smell something, you know, so that you you, you are awake. Ah. So that is, you know, so that is the invitation. So Bhagavati leading you out of that toy store, which is the jagat, full of its, you know, yes, the jagat is full of life entertainment as long as it is what the uh, Kathopanishad calls Paranchikhani. Ranchikhani means the eyes, all these golakas, the eyes, etc., ears, sense organs are all focused what? Outside. And then what are we told to do? Inner growth. Oh, wait, there's nothing to look in. <laughs> within means where will I look? If the eyes were turned within, it would be a horrible sight, thinking of whatever is going on in the stomach. You know, ah. Don't want to look, look at the food digesting. Yeah. And so therefore what? And uh, therefore uh, this thing, you know, uh, 
uh, it's like that one person, you know, I was, uh, um, who was I? Uh, yeah, I was in Thailand with, uh, traveling one time with Guru Swamiji. And this person who, who we knew came, and that person was also having some procedures done there. And they ran into Guru Swamiji and everything. And then he came up to me and he said, here is a video of my colonoscopy, please bless it by looking at it. <laughs> I said, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, and in those days it came in that, what is that, now extinct. Oh, uh, uh, but it's like it is, yeah. So then I just touched it and blessed it and I said, oh, Namaha. That's what the whole thing is. You don't want to look at anybody's innards. And much less your own innards, you don't want to see. Yeah. Even if you have a surgery and they give one CD, you know, it, uh, it seems very CDSEEDY because you don't want to look at it. Yeah. You just want to ask the doctor, is it done properly? Yes. Are you feeling okay? Yes, I'm feeling okay. Okay, then it is just put somewhere else and after a few years you throw it away. Who wants to look at it? You know? So, Looking, you know, within means what? Looking within doesn't literally mean looking inside. What will happen in a small intestine, duodenum, and heart, and liver, and you know, yeah. Liver is most depressing because it's a, it is a, it is a magnet for all kinds of toxins and you know, fats and everything. Everything goes and sits there. So pancreas, liver, I don't want to look at all that. So looking within, of course, is a figurative expression. So that is, you know, what is uh, indicated by the by the and the mantra Paranchikhani, Paranchikhani, Yatranat Sayambhu. Yatranat means it's as though Bhagavan has destroyed all hope of self-growth. Lord Yama is saying, by how? Yeah, can you please stop that? This is so distracting. Can you please turn it off? Yeah. Yeah. Please, please turn it off. Yeah, because it's uh, very, it's, I think, multiple phones. Paranjithani, Yatrinat Sayambhu. See, it is Bhagavan's way of showing us the number of distractions in the jagat while I'm illustrating this very thing. <laughs> Thank you, Bhagavan. <laughs> oh, this is what happens. You can't even have Vedanta class in peace <laughs> because ding ding, ring. Yeah, this is what the whole thing is. Paranchitmani, Yatrinat Swayambhu. Yatrinat means as though Bhagavan Swayambhu, the Lord, has destroyed any hope of self growth. Why? Because all the distractions are around and then what? And the eyes and the various sense organs to enjoy and experience, to do bhoga, upabhoga of all these distractions are also easily turned outside. There is nothing that says, look within you, of course not literally, you know, and therefore what? 
Parak Pashwati. So the person always looks Parak means, you know, outside, everywhere. And the Jagat is full of things, ding, 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 you know, ding, 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 you know, ding, ding. Yeah. Something or the other is telling. And it's a very comforting sound. Oh, somebody is liking me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody is like somebody is sending me uh, what is that message? Some alert is coming. Oh, and usually it's from some you know some uh, advertisement. Oh, this particular company loves me because they have sent me some coupon. Something or the other is always coming. And this makes one plugged in, gives the semblance of being plugged in and engaged without being plugged into Bhagavan. This is what the whole thing is. So plugging into the Jagat is, is okay as long as one understands that Jagat is Bhagavan. But until that understanding comes, one has to unplug. Yeah. And that unplugging is, is, is a very important aspect of self-growth and that doesn't happen until it is forced on one. This is what the whole thing is. Even someone as exalted as Harish Chandra, you know Harish Chandra? Yeah. He was a very dharmic person, committed to self-growth. But still look at all the challenges he had to face. Uh, he had to come to face to face with, you know, cremating his own eight-year-old child. And even then he didn't let go of dharma. He said we have to pay some fees. It is either a bag of rice or, or a piece of cloth. And the wife says, the only piece of cloth is on my body. And he says, sorry, but you have to take it off. Because you cannot just, you know, uh, just because I am the funeral ground speaker, I can't do this for free. That is when, you know, the test ends, so to speak. And so it's not like Bhagavan is some cruel person wanting to test to the ultimate. But these tests are opportunities for growth. And opportunities for growth. So there is something called going with the flow. And as long as one is going with the flow of events, then you know that the self growth is easy. If one is going against the flow, it's like the child being dragged out, the inner child being dragged out of the constant. That's when one is upset. That's when one is in pain. That's when one is in sorrow. And one gets stuck with a permanent feeling, whatever I want, I can't get. And therefore what? I'll become like the fox which says, what does the fox say? Sour. The grapes are sour. Why? Because they are out of reach. Anything I want, I can't get. Anything I have, I don't want. This is, the, this is what has to be healed. And Bhagavati gives that opportunity. And here, Namaha. Very beautiful. You know, it's so deep. And this is something to see that it's like the feminine forces that are causing problems are not just there to cause problems, it's an invitation for self-growth. And that invitation for self-growth has to be reckoned with and that opportunity has to be taken. And we what's the next one? Ah, yeah, now we come to the, now 
now we come to the owners of the Tolstoy. Gritsekha, <laughs> greedy ones. Yeah. You know, the greedy ones. Namaha. Because the people who grab, 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 grab and go mentality, they, you know, the saintly way of looking at the people who grab, 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 there are two ways. One is the normally, uh, you know, human reaction to such people. What is that? You know, I don't like you. You are taking away everything that could be my opportunity. But the person of self-growth, the saintly response to the people who grab is, is a different one. What do you say then? Thank you for promoting self-growth. Ah. Because that's where your commitment is. So then these Gritsev, you know, these Gritsev Deha Namaha has a very different, uh, you know, these um, Gritsas have a different connotation because they are uh, facets or faces of Bhagavad. For who? The one who is committed to self-growth. Ah. Otherwise, for the people not committed to self-growth, they are also Bhagavan, but in the form of the one who is eking out karma bhala. So these are, you know, people who have grab and go mentality. And you don't even have to be greedy in terms of just possessions, because that's just a very literal and a limited understanding of greed. Greed means anything, even the people who cut the line, who push everybody else in order to get ahead who tell falsehoods and cut other people's cut through other people's opportunities and then you know where the ends justify the means they are the gritsa they are the people who who, uh, who want things at anyone's cost so they will climb on your back and instead of saying thank you they will grab all the accolades and then this is what the whole thing is. So this is like the, the person who comes to cut the ribbon, you know, in, in some whatever, person, yeah, function, celebration. And usually the ribbon cutter has not done any work. Yeah, they don't even know what has gone on. But because of some stature or something, they are invited as an honor to cut the ribbon. But then after having cut the ribbon, cutting the ribbon is okay. No problem. But then when they take the stage, they are also given the stage to talk, then, you know, they stage it in such a way that they take all the credit. This is what is called, you know, Gritsa. And then that Gritsa, the boss of this Gritsa is called Gritsapati. <laughs> because those who put Gritsas to shame, there are such people who are also there. These small time greedy fellows who want the stage, who want the mic, who want to, you know, show themselves as the best and the first and the foremost without having done the work. You know, these they are greedy for praise. They have a lot of dambha. Dambha, you know, is is dambha means you know pride, but it's also it's different from mana. Mana means you know you have done something and you want the accolades for it. You have genuinely done something. But, you know, Dambha means you haven't done it, but you want the accolades for something you haven't done. This is what is called the boss of those Gritsas, Gritsapatihi, and uh, the lord of those Gritsas. And what do they do? 
they they just put all the local grits to shame here we are talking about <laughs> rampant corporate greed 1% living at the cost of the 99% and you know this is this is what we are talking of big big social issues and unfortunately that is also a phase of bhagavan does that mean i should not become an activist no you shouldn't become an activist if that's what you want to do no i want to go against all that go against all that but i can't only to a certain extent i can you know affect change that is why it is called bhagavan so this is you know there are certain things out of reach you know certain you know big big corporate things political uh, what is that you know uh, influence of lobbyists influence of people just coming to some informal agreement better that is those agreements are totally illegal but to come to those agreements nonetheless and they you know and we don't even know about them as as regular citizens we don't, we don't know what has happened to them you just know that you cannot afford all the things you can afford so like this there is a lot of injustice and later on it comes out it is some gate or the other yeah water gate this gate that gate you know yeah some gate which is not open to you that's the whole point <laughs> <laughs> so Spot. 
is apparently very very dangerous and uh, not widow there is one more name i'm forgetting uh, the name it is there in uh, in uh, california i have uh, gone to see somebody two years back in the hospital because small fight somewhere on the thigh and the side and uh, the person she ignored it ignored it and scratched it ignored it scratched it ignored it and suddenly without any it has become blue and then it became black and then uh, went to the hospital was not feeling anything there they said all that has to be removed necrosis were you bitten by anything i don't know well, what happened i don't know i went to a park sat on a bench yeah Right, her sandwich in the office lunch hour. Just you know, next the office was next to a park. She just thought instead of sitting in the office, yeah, I leave my lunch outside and went to the park. Sat on the bench. It happened to be what the property of the spider and has not seen. And then why the this is the interesting part is that by looking at the nature of the necrosis, they could see what kind of spider it was. Some kind of diamond, small diamond bat. Meaning it has got a diamond on the back. So like this, where all these are brathas, various categories, categories of squids, octopus, so many varieties of it. Even in stingray, there are so many categories. Yes, self-generating electrical fish. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, and then. Uh, So many categories. When we come to human beings, the most unpredictable category. <laughs> At least spider, we can have a healthy respect for and say, "Tarantula, ya namaha," and keep away from it. Tarantula means this thing to bury or everyone. And you know, and then you can you can keep away from it because you can have a healthy respect. You you need not go near it. But the human being. Is the most unpredictable. Well, at least all you know, dog means it is uh, has got a potential to bite, and uh, you know, cat means it has a potential to scratch. And this much we know, we know the behavior. Donkey means it has a potential to. Ah, everybody knows. That's why we have a saying, which is not necessary. Don't stand behind donkey. Yeah. It's not going to say, oh, this person is a lawyer. I think I should be careful because I may be sued. It doesn't think like that. No. Even if I go stand behind it, it will not say, oh, I should respect Sabus. It has no such consciousness. Friend like Kiki will kick. No, you know. So this is at least this makes the these brahmas. Are very predictable. That is how they are. There is Bhagavata in them because they, that is what makes it Bhagavan. That they can be studied. That they are predictable. That they can be categorized, grouped, objectified in certain ways, and we can study the behavior by because it is all a law. Law, the law of spiders, the law of fish, the law of rodents. That's another law. Crocodiles, etc. These alligators, crocodiles—it's just amazing creatures. But you have to have a very healthy respect. Healthy respect means from far away. Nowadays you have cameras with many, many pixels, and you know it looks like you're standing right next to the alligator. 
you can take selfies from far away. <laughs> you know, you have, it goes back to those old photos of people next to the Taj Mahal. So, you know, in the olden times, people you know, they, they, they used to make you stand in such a way that you're hugging the Taj Mahal. <laughs> it's all an optical, you know, illusion. So here also, you can have a selfie with a, you know, make it look like you're petting the alligator. Alligator is, you know, 200 feet away, but because of the, the technology, you can make it look like that. But you have to have a healthy respect. That's why they are, you know, they, they come under the category of dangerous beings who we can, you know, be afraid of and have a healthy respect for from a distance. And how do we know this? Because we can categorize, we can study them because they are predictable and in the predictability is Bhagavata. When it comes to human beings, you know, what is predictable is that they are unpredictable. Ah. <laughs> that is what the whole thing is. Yeah. Man bites dog. One, one newspaper headline was there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> dog bites man. You know. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, because Shuni means, you know, you know, Shuni means dog. This is how the person will behave. And the dog will behave. Person when uh, here actually recently, man bit the dog. He wanted to take revenge. And it was not that dog that had bit him. Some other dog bit him. So another dog came. See, this is what Vrata means. Any dog will do. And this dog came some small, uh, uh, you know, shaggy one, poodle or some spaniel or something. Chota wala. And he went and bit it, bit it in the leg. You know, this is what the whole thing. So this unpredictability is because of this free will. And that there is free will becomes what? The... Uh, the characteristic feature of the human pratas, the human group, and then what? And that there is this free will, and that this free will can be used for moksha, self-growth, failure, neutralizing karma, all these possibilities are there. And that the possibilities are used is, is again a possibility, that the possibilities go unused and latent in many lifetimes, is also another possibility. So even in the unpredictability, there is a certain prediction. And so, Namaha, you know, Prate Bhyo Namaha, and then Prate Pati Bhyascha Namaha, Prate Pati, is the Lord Himself. He the one who has orchestrated all these Ganas groups. And then the other one is very similar, so we take that as well, but don't take that. So, Namo. So here you don't think of uh, Modaks, you know. <laughs> that is not that kind of Ganapati. Ganaha again means groups. Here we are talking, in Vrata we are talking of just ordinary groups. Ganaha here, celestial groups according to the Bhashya, you know, various Devaganas. Ganas means groups of Devatas. So, you know, like we had already one Gana, Ugana. Like the Saptamatrikas, they are one group. And like this, there are so many groups. Groups that help the wind blow. Groups that help things, you know, set alight. Agni with all his celestial wives and uh, Vayu and Indra, Varuna. They all come with certain helpers which, which help them. And these are called Devaganas. 
and so these ganas that that are functionaries and various manifestations of uh, the laws of the universe they help set the laws in force according to uh, the laws they don't go against the laws like lord rama and then not that's why all the scooters in india are called yamaha yeah <laughs> because they are all <laughs> they are all ganas <laughs> they help do yamaha's work ah and then there are and then yamaha has dhutas yeah the scooter makers scooters are called raja dhutas yamarajas dhutas <laughs> dhuta means the carrier the messengers uh, messengers of lord yama so these are all ganas and ganapati means the lord who is in charge who has in charge of all the ganas because the ganas don't go rogue and they suddenly you know call whatever these uh, you know this kali uh, as in that tongue of fire doesn't say i am going to start a fire here no she will go according to the laws of bhagavan you know and vayu doesn't say i'm going to start a tsunami here i'm going to start a hurricane here no she will also go according to the laws of hari this is how the whole thing you know there and so very beautiful to look at and see what is called parvatma bhava to be able to look at all these things as nothing other than bhagavan so since it's a working day we'll stop here and we'll continue again tomorrow same time same place Om Purnamasya 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 Purnamasya